something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I know it looks like I'm wearing nothing underneath this mesh shirt, but I really am. I have a nude bra. Yeah, I can't fake that kind of sound. You can probably see it pretty well. Um, normally under like a mesh top like this, I would wear a vibrant colored bra. But to be completely honest, even though I have 10 zillion, actually, I could really could have worn a bikini top. <laughs> it's pretty similar to a bra. But anyway, um, I don't really own any like nice push-up colorful bras. I've got like a blue one and a yellow one you've probably seen me wear before, but I need to order just a bunch of like neon bras that are like nice and have a nice shape. So unless you just like this, if you blur your eyes a little bit, then it just gives the illusion of me not wearing anything at all. <laughs> it's episode 91 and I am back from vacation and this podcast is going up a bit late in the week. Not my usual Friday or Saturday podcast because I had uh, like a couple little delays, but I'll talk all about that. So episode 91. Oh yeah. I'm Cat Wonders. Did I say that already? <laughs> I'm a little distracted because my earrings are nine pounds each. Like they're heavy, but so far so good. I think if they start hurting, like if they start to cause like a weird headache or something, I'm going to have to take them out. But so far so good. I've had these for a while and I don't think I've ever worn them. They're like a, I don't know why I want to say cryptic cat. <laughs> they're, they're sort of like a moon sign cat, like a Luna. Anyway, probably bought them for Halloween at some point and never wound up wearing them. Um, also, you know, what's really disappointing just on the theme of like Halloween. Sometimes I'll order things for specific holidays. Um, and then it arrives after the holiday and then I have to put it into storage and hopefully remember that it exists by the time the holiday comes around the next year. So, <laughs> but this works with this outfit. I've got like a little, almost like kitty collar on here and it's black mesh, a little dark, but it's got hearts on it. So definitely not springy like it is outside right now. It is so warm. I sh okay. To me, so warm is like plus 10 Fahrenheit. I mean, Celsius, duh. Um, and it's, I mean, it's March. It's springtime soon. I think the 21st is the first day of spring. And we are like full on in spring. It's a little sad because we didn't get much snow. Unlike some places in the U.S. Holy crap. I think, where is it? Idaho? Utah? Somewhere got like four feet of snow overnight and they have, and it's still coming. And I've seen some like TikToks and some Instagram videos, um, showing people getting to their front doors and it's insane. <laughs> and I mean, I've, I've lived in the Rockies for a very long. I think I just saw a bluebird, like a little chickadee size aqua bluebird fly by. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like a dog, like watching a squirrel, like, whoa. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. I've lived in the Rockies for quite some time now and I'm telling you 
we've we get snow sometimes we get a ton of snow but never like trenches on the way to your front door maybe back in like 1914 or something but times are changing and doesn't mean it can't still happen i mean we could get snow all the way to june <laughs> which i really hope is not going to be the case um, but it's been so sunny and nice and the roads are dry and like you can drive twice as fast into town. <laughs> um, but you know, like it's feeling springy and there are some patches in my yard, my huge yard that are, are already showing. And you know, like when one patch melts, it just starts to go and it just gets bigger, bigger every day. I almost feel like taking like a progression photo every day, the same time of day, just to kind of see the melt. Anyway, so I just got back from Galveston and it was such a good trip and I'm going to talk about it um, on this podcast. I might not even get through the entire trip in this podcast, but I don't think you guys mind. <laughs> I don't think I know what you guys like or want, but according to your comments, you just like what I'm doing. So I'm just going to do what I do. Do 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 do. <laughs> um, so cocktails, concoctails. I am using what I happen to have in my house. This big old bottle of gin. Um, that's gonna be our main alcohol in this cocktail. I also have a pineapple bubbly. Now I buy all flavors of bubbly. I don't love the pineapple. I've tried the peach, the pineapple, the raspberry. Those are kind of like the latest, newest ones in the watermelon, I think. Um, I still gravitate towards the orange, lime, and what's the other one? Like black cherry or strawberry bubblies because the carbonation is just stronger. It's like more carbonation, more carbonated. I almost said carbonation-y. <laughs> carbonated. Um, and it definitely does taste like pineapple. And instead of ice cubes, I just put frozen peaches and mangoes in my fishbowl. <laughs> I actually created a cocktail. What, when was it? Was it during Halloween? Anyway, I made a blue, like a, like a pool blue, the color of a pool blue cocktail. And I cut a baby carrot into the shape of a goldfish. And it was like swimming around. It was genius. Um, anyway, and then I also just for flavor's sake, I uh, have a strawberry basil cocktail mix. It's called Simply Cocktails. Handcrafted um, and made with real fruit. And I believe this is made in Canada. Manufactured in Calgary, Alberta by Simply Cocktails. And I think it's still good. I've had it in my fridge for a while. It smells good. As long as it smells good. I think it'll be okay. Um, so I'm just going to do like a full shot glass of gin in here. So equivalent to, I think two, probably two ounces of gin. And this already smells, it's melting, but it smells really, really good. You know what is probably like one of the best snack ideas ever? Frozen mango. If you take it out of the freezer and just put it in a bowl, like, and just have it on the counter for like five minutes. The texture of frozen mango is absolutely to die for. You have to try it. I think I missed like three phone calls. What the frick? Don't people know that I work? Let's see, hold on. Um, where, why can I figure this out? Okay. 
no one important. <laughs> anyway, so first things first. So like a full shoddy. And then we got our, I'm probably gonna have like put the same amount in. Cause this stuff, even though it looks concentrated, it's not, it's quite mild. So it's just essentially like a, like a thicker juice. Then, and you guys, guess what? I remembered a straw this time. Can you believe it? Uh, and yeah, it's super pineapple-y. probably should have taken out one of the pieces of fruit for garnish. And let's give it a try. Hmm, it's not bad. This is strawberry basil and all of these Simply Cocktail ingredients are kind of funky combinations, ones like mango chili and like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if the basil works really well with the pineapple, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so how about if you make this cocktail, do not use this. Likely you won't be able to find this anyway unless you are one of my Canadian subscribers. Hopefully you're subscribed if you're watching this because 80% of you guys who watch my videos aren't subscribed to me. So let's just pause for just a second. And why don't you click that subscribe button so that you know when I post. And you don't have to watch every video that I post. You can just watch the ones you want to. That's the beauty of YouTube and the YouTube app. And just saying, just saying. <laughs> I would really appreciate it. Um, and it's convenient for both of us. So yeah, it's almost like the, the basil and the pineapple make it taste kind of like weird. So, you know, when you're like in a foreign country and they have strange flavors of things. So like the first time I ever went to Germany, they, they had paprika chips and maybe in the States it's a thing, not that I've noticed, I think the U S grocery stores and, and Canadian are quite similar. Maybe the differences would be, um, let me just think. Well, you guys have alcohol in your grocery stores in Canada. We don't, but, um, but more so like when it comes to flavors. Um, but I know when I was in Korea, South Korea, um, it was there for work for over two weeks and love to kind of go and tr like grab different snacks. And, um, just going by the photos and a lot of them do have English writing on them too, but, um, like strange dried fish and dried squid and, you know, some of it was totally meant to probably cook with, <laughs> not as a snack. It would be like going into our grocery store and buying like pepper in a bag and eating it like a snack. It's not how it's meant to be used. So I made a few mistakes. 
right, by not doing research. I just buy it because it's packaged and it looks kind of cool. But like the dried squid, whoa, that was something. Like the aroma, actually, that reminds me when mom and I landed in Japan, because we had to stop over in Japan before we get to, to, to Korea. It wasn't a direct flight. So we landed in Tokyo and we were um, transferring planes. So we had uh, like a three hour layover or something. I don't know. It wasn't even that much. It was like two hours, but um, they have like their little store. They're like duty-free store or wherever you can buy snacks and stuff. They had these little miniature crabs, like tiny, tiny little red crabs in a bag. And I was like, oh, my. and they looked so cool. Like I wanted to make earrings out of them, keychains, you know, <laughs> just really neat, whole red little crabs. Um, I don't, I guess they would have been soft shell crabs, but um, anyway, open up the bag. The smell right away was like pure ocean, fishy, not rotten, but like very, very pungent seafood ocean smell. And I was like, okay, not what I was expecting. And then I was like, maybe they'll taste better. Go ahead, put one in my mouth, chew it up. The shell, I don't think it was that soft of a shell, but it was still, I could still chew through it. It's like equivalent to like a scorpion. <laughs> I've eaten <laughs> and also um, like great big water bugs. So I've, I've eaten insects, lots of them. And uh, this black scorpion, I can't remember the name of like a, no, the zebra was the tarantula, but the scorpion, same kind of thing. Like you could get through it, but it's it was like chewing on like a crustacean shell. Anyway, <laughs> so it was really bad, but um I, that whole tangent was just for me to give context to what I'm about to say about this drink. It tastes like a flavor that you would get. Like in Korea, I'd crack like a, a sparkling drink with like a pineapple and something on it. And this is what it would taste like to me. So it tastes like it would be enjoyed in another part of the world. It's not bad. It's just different. <laughs> Uh, but like I said, it's kind of growing on me. I think now that the fruit is melting a bit. But I'm telling you, frozen mangoes. Like, even just to serve, like have on a hot summer day, if you want something different. It's a little expensive just to snack on because like frozen mango is not, it's definitely not like super cheap. But um, nice additive to like cocktails. So, I, <laughs> let me just start off by saying the reason why I chose Galveston as a vacation destination because first thing you do is like look up the so I was first thing you do first thing I did was google um like southern coastal towns right and I'd been to San Diego I've been to San Diego a couple times and that's pretty much as far south before like Tijuana I think is below that but um in the U.S. that you can go it's just right above the Mexican border and um anyway so but I didn't want to go back to San Diego so then I was looking on the east coast in the gulf um and Galveston was one of like the first towns that popped up and then I started kind of doing some research and looking at photos and and um then I kind of chose that spot I was like oh this looks really cool it has like a really neat um, kind of theme park 
like a carnival on the water on this pier. It's called Pleasure Pier. So it goes out onto the water. It's super cool. And then lots of like touristy type things to do. White sand beaches, um, excuse me, seafood, and just lots of stuff to do there. In fact, there's a place called the Schlitterbahn, Schlitterbahn, which is an insane looking water park. In Canada, we don't have as many great water parks because of our climate. And like <laughs> the season is so short. We used to have way more water parks back in the day, but slowly over the years, they keep closing down. They are not well maintenanced. You wind up with like bruises on your, on your shoulder blades <laughs> and your tailbone from um, unkept water slides. So anyway, um, obviously in the States, farther south you go the longer the season and the more affordable it is for these companies to stay open and look after their shit so um but it looked amazing i thought it would be open not open till april 1st but hey we still filled um our time wisely i went with a really good friend and uh we just had the best time so we stayed at a place called the car mansion c-a-r-r check it out it is so beautiful it's a really old mansion i think in like built in 1809 or something i mean 1909 i don't think it's that old. i don't think it's that that old but um i can't remember i did know um but just so well maintained and like anyway the website looked incredible and it definitely lived up to lived up to the expectation like so so good the only thing is is that there was a couple of rooms that I probably would have chosen it because every room is different has like a different theme different color like set up a bit differently I probably would have chosen a different room than when we stayed in we stayed in um we stayed in what was it called the the preacher so they all have different names and beautiful clawfoot tub, huge clawfoot tub in like this bay window. We were on the second story, so it was nice and private. Um, but definitely not as because the website is great for like photos and um, but you don't really get a, a like a layout of like what to and what's where. And so the one that I would have chosen would have been the um, the socialite pink beautiful like all rooms they, they were all great you can go to the website and check it out but highly recommend staying there the lady that owns the place such a nice lady very helpful and like really wants to make sure you're comfortable and uh anyway and the bed the bed so it's the most comfortable bed i've probably ever stayed in <laughs> and i'll tell you why i know this because we were sleeping in like really late and there is an hour change um so i was like oh it's just the hour change we're just getting used to it so like the excuse the ultimate excuse to stay in bed um but i just remember like waking up in the mornings so incredibly comfortable and just not wanting to get out of bed <laughs> and it also made us really look forward to going back to the room in the evening and then we were watching like Adam Sandler movies with our DoorDash takeout or whatever, depending on what, where we went, I'll, I'll get into details about that. But, um, so car mansion, amazing place and really central, like between both sides of the Island and the Island is small enough. It doesn't take more than like five or 10 minutes to get somewhere. So 
that was handy. But you know what's funny is when we were like the day before we were about to leave, we were talking to a friend that was because I was under the impression that Galveston was like a really safe place. It's like, I don't know, in my mind, Texas is like a safe spot. I don't know, maybe because guns or you can like tote guns around. Everybody's got like a lot of good guys have guns, you know. <laughs> um, so and I never really looked into it. And then my friend was like, oh, wow, like Galveston is actually I'm going to read to you what he read to me. Watch this. Galveston safe is <laughs> I should probably like you know when you're typing something on Google and you don't know how to pose the question okay so this is what he read with a crime rate of 32 per 1,000 residents Galveston has one of the highest crime rates in America compared to all communities of all sizes from the smallest towns to the very largest cities, one, one's chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime here is 1 in 31. <laughs> so, and I'm traveling with my girlfriend, just us two blondies, and I'm thinking, what have I done? <laughs> I've traveled to the States lots before, and I, it never even crossed my mind that it was going to be like a dangerous place. Um, but after doing more research and like on Reddit and stuff and different blogs, people are like, it's like, I never even thought about it. You know, they're talking about how they've gone to Galveston for years or lived there for years. And they've never like had a situation. So I'm like, I don't know who put this article out or where the statistics come from or whatever, but I was like, crap, it actually made me nervous. I was thinking, I don't know what to expect. And, um. Luckily, I like I'm a bit of a planner. So like I I knew that we when we would land, we would just take an Uber right to our hotel. And it wasn't like we would have to take the train or like any type of public transportation or so like it wasn't like we would be really just wandering the streets or something. So um, anyway, so after that, I was like, crap, doing lots of research. And like I said, kind of hearing all sorts of different things. Um, and so uh, when we got there, we landed at the G. George Bush Airport, um, not the Houston International, which apparently my Uber driver said that the George Bush Airport is a lot bigger than the Houston one, which I thought it was the opposite, like the, the Houston International, whatever it's called, would be bigger. Anyway, so arrived, landed at like 1130 in the morning. Perfect. Had the whole day. And um, I just wrote down like sequence so I don't forget anything. Yeah, so we got to the mansion, everything looked fine, everybody was really nice, and then we took an Uber to the Strand. So the Strand is like, there's actually a place called Strand Street, but the Strand is sort of an area in downtown Galveston, Galveston with all like shops, bars, restaurants, boutiques, all sorts of like, you know, kind of like a shopping district, but um, funky and sort of um, old. Like the buildings are all quite old and just has like a really cool vibe to it. And so first thing we did is went to the Strand and then we went to a place called Yaga's for lunch. And great. Food was really good. They had a keto section of the menu. And I was like, what? Even though I 
kind of committed to not being keto on the trip <laughs> as one does they go off their diet when they're on vacation um so that's just what i did but um i did order a keto pizza which is not a good idea if you're not keto don't eat keto food because it's super high fat and if you're not in fat burning mode you're just storing the fat so anyway <laughs> i was like okay keto pizza order that um and then and i think it was smoked salmon oh yeah and then my girlfriend ordered uh, avocado toast with crab and she's not normally like a crab person she gets crabby sometimes but <laughs> anyway um all good had a great time we were sitting kind of it's, it's right near this sort of square and i saw the funniest thing so so you know those like hoverboards not with the two wheels but with one in the middle so you ride it kind of like a skateboard sideways and then there's this there's like a tire in the middle so this chick that was dressed very 80s and like neon shit rips by and i was like oh look at her like she was super fit then her boyfriend or her, or her brother i don't know <laughs> big juice monkey like really bulky muscular dude super tanned on the same type of thing with like bright pink shorts on and he's wearing a speaker I just bit. He's wearing a speaker around him like a per like a man purse. Blasting music. They're just ripping around the square, going around and around in circles like and almost like they were just jacked up on speed or something. Like they were just living their best life, having a great time. But it just looked really funny because they were there was other people in the square and like kids and stuff and they just like they knew they were getting like they had lots of eyes on them and they were just like almost performing it was really funny and i was like oh my god only in the states does this shit happen um which is not true because we have a lot of interesting people in canada too but um oh yeah and as we're sitting at yaga's enjoying the entertainment um one of the ships one of the massive cruise ships just started laying on their horn and it was like so extremely loud and I was like crap like that's crazy just I, I mean that kind of stuff is exciting for me I love trains and planes and big ships apparently um and then I was really thankful I was like oh I'm really glad that we're staying kind of in the middle of the island and not right on one coast or the other because um, of like the, the horn honking going on the whole time. Because <laughs> um, it's a big port there, like big time. And uh, it would just be waking me up five times a night. So anyway, <laughs> not that that's a huge deal, but um, then. Okay, so that night, the day that we arrived, we got, had our food, um, we would do, we didn't go to just pleasure pier that night no anyway we get back to the room and my girlfriend's like kind of just like chilling and i was looking at like we we actually had a place booked to go for dinner called guido's seafood place and um she's like i don't know if i really feel like going out for dinner and i was like oh i'm like okay well if you don't want to go out we could just order in or whatever they have doordash and uber eats and all that stuff there and then we're just kind of chilling and then suddenly she just puts her hand over her mouth and runs to the bathtub and just projectile vomits into the closet tub. <laughs> I 
And I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? And then so she proceeded to just finish puking. And then she's like, oh my God, that's so weird. I'm like, she's like, that just literally came out of nowhere. Cause she was feeling a bit off, but not like nauseous. And then, so she ran and puked. And then I was like, oh no. Cause I know that she had the crab, but way earlier, this was at like 6.30, PM. And we had had lunch at like two. So it was like too far. It was too late to almost be seafood poisoning. It was just some sort of contamination, I guess. So anyway, she puked a couple more times that night. We ordered in DoorDash. What did we order? Um, oh, Vietnamese. Because she wanted soup. <laughs> but she was like able to eat. Anyway, luckily it wasn't like a random stomach flu or something. Because I thought oh, that would be the worst to have like a couple days gone because you're puking. And I've I, that's happened to me before on vacation where you just wind up, it happened in Greece. And, um, you know, you just kind of, it, typically it's after dinner, it happens. And then you go back to the, and you puke all night and then you're pr pretty much okay the next day, <laughs> but it sucks. So. So the second day that we were there, so the, the weather was gonna be all over the place. So the day we arrived was like 21. Still nice, but breezy, quite windy. So like it was a bit chilly with the breeze coming off the ocean. The second day was 28 degrees and it was going to be the hottest day that we were there. And so I was like, let's go to the beach. So I looked up the best beaches in Galveston and um, we wound up going to a beach called East Beach, but we drove past a beach called, I think it's like Stanley Beach or something. It starts with an S on the right side, there was tons of shit going on, tons of people, games happening. And I was like, woo, East Beach is gonna be sweet. So we get to East Beach, our Uber driver doesn't really know how to get us to where we need to go. So we went all the way back around and finally got there. And first thing we wanted to do was find like a little bite to eat. And so we went up to this like beach hut on like, kind of like a, I don't know, anyway. And we ordered, I ordered a hot dog with no bun my girlfriend ordered pizza and so we ordered and we're waiting waiting literally waited like an hour over an hour for a hot dog with no bun and a pizza obviously that was not freshly made it was just like a little beach hut that sold booze and like concession food basically and so I'm like what the frick it was our very first taste of what the rest of the trip would be like <laughs> because it's spring break in Texas. So, and it wasn't like there was a lot of people ahead of us. It just seemed that they were just in the back chatting and remembered that they had to make food. And then anyway, so we got our food and then went down to the beach. And um, now there are massive like riptides apparently, especially certain times of the year, but there was so much wind coming off the water that the waves were like, massive crashing waves nobody was in the water because the breeze made it too chilly almost to like go swimming but the water was kind of brown and just from being you know all the waves stirring everything up um and anyway so but we still had a great time we poached so you know like you can rent beach chairs and a, an umbrella kind of like a little thing we just sat down at one and poached it and we didn't pay and i was like woohoo we're like we just came here and just had a spot because there was other spots too it wasn't like we just stole somebody else's like reservation or something we just were sitting pretty much until we got kicked out then right before 
we were leaving, this guy came up to us. He's like, oh, yeah, just so you know, these are um, these are rentals. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, we, we didn't know where to go because there was no like booth that you would go to to rent. Like I just assumed that somebody would come up and and he's like, yeah, it's thirty five dollars. But because you guys are just leaving, you know, um, I'll give it to you for like twenty five bucks. So I gave him twenty five bucks and then we left. <laughs> but the service was so bad on that island not just for uber but for everything else and but especially for uber so i could not freaking get a hold of an uber because we had two bars of service which apparently wasn't enough to get into so i'm like we're stranded on east beach with no way to get back i'm gonna have to start like asking people to give us a ride <laughs> which I, I never wound up having to because apparently there's wi-fi at that little tiki hut that we had our hot dog and pizza um, so finally got a hold of the right people. And then after that, we went to Pleasure Pier. And Pleasure Pier is a really cool spot. They got like Bubba Gumps there on the, on the side. And um, there's a really sweet roller coaster. And anyway, we just had a really great time. Rode some rides. In fact, I think we only rode two. And I paid $30. Like it was like $30 each. I was like, well, <laughs> we had the experience, you know, it was, it was definitely worth it, especially because that freaking roller coaster was insane. Um, and it's the first time I've ever had this happen to me, but, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was any crazier, I don't think, than like other roller coasters I've been on, but it can it comes to such an abrupt stop. So like you do the thing, woo, you can go online and look, Pleasure Pier, Galveston. And um, it's pretty gnarly and there's eight people per car and the lineup was freaking hella long, but whatever. <laughs> we were used to waiting at that point. And then we get on and, and it's, it's does loop-de-loops and up and down and free falling and freaking, and then, but when you come to a stop, it's like, and then my brain was like still moving forward, <laughs> but I had stopped. It kind of felt like, I was just not, I couldn't, I had like the craziest vertigo and it wasn't like a normal after roller coaster feeling. I was like, I think I might've overdone it. Like maybe I'm too old to ride roller coasters anymore and like really enjoy it. But it went away. It was like, a, it's the feeling stayed for about five seconds, which is a long time. And you're like, like one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> So yeah, I know you know what I know you know how long five seconds is, but it's like it was just a strange feeling. Like I gotta maybe triple think these rides. <laughs> but like I said, it went away and I felt totally normal. But I was like, what's going on? Um Oh yeah, and then that night we went to Guido's for dinner. And when you type in Galveston, um like top restaurants in Galveston or top seafood restaurants, Guido's is like it keeps coming up as number one. And so when we got there, it was kind of underwhelming because I was like, it just looked kind of dated and not like we were looking for something super fancy, but we, oh no, was it? Did we go to Kaido's the first night? Fishtails. Yes, sorry. <laughs> anyway, but then I found out that the restaurant um, was still in its original state from like a long, long time ago, like the early 1900s. And 
Um, then it made more sense because I was like, wow, they could really update this place. <laughs> like the carpets and the wallpapers and stuff. I was like, whoa. Kind of look like um, if you have Smitty's in, in the States. And if you're Canadian, I'm sure you know what Smitty's is. But kind of like that sort of vibe. And I was like, wow, okay. And um, anyway, really nice extensive menu. I got raw oysters, of course. And then um, fried, like a platter of different, um, a platter of all different oysters prepared in a different way. So oysters Rockefeller, oysters Maria, fried oysters. Um, so it was like, I think there were like eight different varieties of ways to cook oysters and then I had the raw oh my god so good and I discovered how much I love fried oysters like with a bit of tartar sauce oh I think fried anything is really good but I love the flavor of oysters and I'm only really used to eating them raw but the fried oysters they just know how to do it and I'm sure it's not entirely gluten-free because I don't eat wheat, but a little, I can tolerate a little bit here and there. Like I could eat a chicken nugget and I'd be fine, but um, I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, give me some of those fried beauties because they're so good. Um, and then of course, Oysters Rockefeller was really good. And oh God, you guys, I just, but I know now because I like, them fried I could buy like I can buy frozen oysters and then just make them myself in my fryer I wonder if I could do an air fried version I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go air fried I need that I need it to be drenched in grease that's what I needed <laughs> anyway so really great meal and our server was so cute it was like um probably like a 19 year old kid and he was such a like gentleman and he had like a little towel and he was just such like a like a classic waiter and I, and just his voice is so soft-spoken and I just I'll, I'll never forget him I was like what a cute kid he was just so he was so professional you know especially for a young guy <laughs> it was really cute I'm gonna eat one of these mangoes because they're staring me in the freaking face I should have had two straws and I could use them like chopsticks Okay, the third day, um, we went to a place called Bishop's Palace. So there are like great big old mansions in Galveston. And there was a, a hurricane that wiped out the island, I think in like 1906, or something that just took out the whole thing. And the only surviving buildings were like the great big mansions, this, the stones and like stone buildings <laughs> um, and Bishop's Palace is one of like the most famous mansions in Galveston and you can show up there and you kind of go into the basement and then you can either have like a guided tour or just cruise around and like look through it and so my girlfriend and I were like let's just cruise through like I don't I, I enjoy history but I don't need to know why they chose that kind of wood and shit like that. Like, don't waste my time. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, so we, it's an incredibly beautiful place. Every bit of wood is like a deep mahogany. 
me talking about how I don't care what kind of wood it is, but very kind of old woody vibes in there and um, tall ceilings, spiral staircases, um, stained glass windows. There's like a little chapel in the place. And so we're upstairs, like we're on the second level, actually, so the basement, the main level, and then the second level. And the little spiral staircase to go up to the third level, and there was a fourth, um, was blocked off, like just with like a little, I don't know, like a little, what are those things called? You know, like the movie theater when you, they have like the dividers, the line dividers, but it's like fabric and fancy. So they had one of those. <laughs> it's like a little blockade or whatever you want to call it. And um, it said uh, closed because of water damage. So basically it was like unsafe. And I was like, what? The whole other half of this mansion we can't see because of water damage. And I was like, don't they know who I am? <laughs> so my girlfriend was like, we should just go up there. Let's just go. Because it was kind of like dead in there. There weren't a ton of people, but there were enough to kind of be creeping around the corner here and there. Like you run into somebody. But, um, but I was like, oh, because I just really, because we could look up there and see this, like these velvet red stairs kind of going up to this whole other level. And so I don't recommend this and don't trespass, but my girlfriend and I, we snuck past the little divider and went up the stairs and to the third floor, which was super cool. And the rooms were a bit more empty and like, it was a little dirtier up there. Like, I don't know how long it had been closed, but it's almost like I didn't, we didn't see any water damage, nothing. Everything looked completely pristine, except for it being a little disheveled and maybe like a storage container in one of the, like it wasn't, it just wasn't set up like the rest of the mansion, but it's almost like they closed it off because they were just too lazy to like fit, do something up there. <laughs> so we went up there and um, just tiptoed around because it's a creaky old place, right? And I was like, they're going to hear us up here. <laughs> but what's the worst that can happen, honestly? Like, obviously, if it was clearly unsafe, then we would have not gone any further. But everything was like in pretty good shape. And um, going into room from room to room. And, and then I'm really glad we did because there was this like really beautiful... So in one of the towers, the top of the tower has these windows all around and like stained glass. It was just like, whoa, mind blowing. Then we saw that there was a door <laughs> that was closed <laughs> and we're already kind of creeped out. And it's so funny because like we're being so bad, but we're just like walking in this old mansion and um, we open the door and it stares into the attic and I have video of this and maybe I'll share it if I remember. <laughs> anyway, so up this little creaky stairway up into the attic and the attic too is just gorgeous like it's it's all just um like timber construction that's not finished up there but there's windows up there and like you could oh, the way you could finish it up there would be incredible but they were just storing like christmas shit and stuff up there and um but didn't really get any like weird vibes because i am connected to the other side <laughs> i'm a bit of a ghosty i like to um feel feel certain vibes, hear certain things, get certain signs. Like I'm always kind of on the lookout. Um, none of that happened at all. In fact, um, I was actually hoping for some of that action to at the place that we stayed, which didn't happen at all. Um, but anyway, so then we quickly like creaked down the stairs um, and then closed the door, kind of left the place as it was, didn't touch, didn't do anything besides just observe. And then 
right when we were going to go back down the stairs, the spiral stairs, there's like an opening to down below. So we'd have to like kind of rush past that and not get caught. So then as we're going down the stairs, we hear um, this, this couple talking at the bottom. Um, no, don't do it. We're going to get caught. We're going to get kicked out. Because like, obviously they wanted to do the same thing. And then I was like, okay, let's go. Because they're, you know, I, I didn't want to encourage them to do it. But anyway, we walked out and they kind of saw us and they're like, hmm. <laughs> and then I don't think they went up there, but, uh, anyway, and it was just a great, like really funky, cool experience. Um, it's really not, it's like just touring through a mansion, but it's still like a really neat part of that history and, um, enjoyable. Highly recommend it. Absolutely. <clears throat> then we went back to Pleasure Pier. Actually, we went back to the room first cleaned up, whatever, went back to Pleasure Pier because we really didn't ride the other rides and we're like, well, what else are we going to do? <laughs> and, um, and it's just like a fun vibe down there. It's a lot of like, it's not a ton of little kids. It's a lot of like older people there too. So it's like, it was just kind of a fun vibe and they serve like super tall margaritas and pina coladas and these like, it looks like a big dumbbell <laughs> with a long middle. Anyway, and so went back, had a really great time. And then um, we're like, where are we going to go for dinner? But across the street is a restaurant called Fishtails. And it looks like a really fun party spot. <laughs> and so I went online and booked um, dinner, but it, like nothing was available for two hours. So I was like, okay, well, worst case scenario, we'll just stay, hang out here for a bit longer or whatever. So it was getting cold. It was late. And so we walked across the street to see if potentially there was room. It was just two of us. So like maybe they could squeeze it into the bar or something. I don't know. So we go in there and then I said to them, and I just made the reservation like 15 minutes before. And so I get there and it's like seven o'clock. The reservation wasn't until like 9.15. And I said, hey, yeah, so we do have a reservation for later, um, but I'm just curious if we can maybe get in a little bit earlier. And people were being turned away at the door we could see them going in and coming out, going in and coming out because it was a two hour wait, right? And so, uh, and then I said, I do have a reservation, but um, just curious if maybe we could get in earlier. And then he's like, Doo -doo, yeah, follow me. <laughs> I was like, what a hack. I figured out the system. Just if you have a reservation, you're on the list, maybe they can squeeze you in early. So then I was like, noted, because every restaurant, every cafe, every ice cream shop, um, has a two hour wait list. It seems to be, we walked into a place called Hubcap Grill on the Strand and uh, we were gonna try to go there for brunch. So walk in there, we get to the bar cause you have to walk in, choose your spot, like seat yourself and then go order at the bar. Fine, no big deal. Go up there, wait in line behind like three or four other people. And then one, one by one, they just keep leaving. I'm like, yeah, because we're not in any rush. We don't have any schedule. We're just going throughout the day, deciding what we want to do. And then um, we get to the bar and this literally this little server looked just like a like a little Freddie Mercury. And he was like, he was like five foot three. But he was in a bad mood. <laughs> he was like, just so you know, um, it's at least a 45 minute wait. And I'm like, okay, well, I'd like to order the chicken tenders. He's like, we have no chicken. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know what my friend wanted. There was no second option. So I just ordered her 
stinky fries. <laughs> they're called stinky fries because they're fries with um, balsamic vinegar and then garlic. So you'd have bad breath. And then I had Texas fries. And so anyway, place the order. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to be like 45 minutes. So let's just like chill. I ordered a rum punch, which, I, which I've never had in my entire life. And it was basically like probably as many calories as like an ice cream cone. <laughs> which I hate drinking calories is like such a waste to me because I can just easily have like a vodka soda or something um anyway so uh literally five minutes later we got our fries <laughs> I was like if I would have turned away well, then we would have been waiting in line somewhere else right anyway so just so you know if you ever go to Galveston um don't go during spring break and even though we had a great time so I'm trying to get another mango here we had a really great time. Um, you're just going to wait. You're going to wait a really long time <laughs> for everything. But like I said, luckily for us, we were not in any kind of rush. So like besides having like a dinner reso or something, but even at that point, you just call like we're going to be late. Uh, yeah. So that was great. And oh, yeah. And fishtails, I got more uh, oysters. Yeah, had a really good meal there too. Frick, all the seafood that I had was just so good. And the oysters there, I forgot to mention before, are huge. And when I see really big oysters, it kind of raises two flags for me. The first one is that it's probably going to be really creamy. And I don't know if you're an oyster eater, <laughs> but creamy oysters, are they have this like... Um, section in them that are just more like um milky and it's kind of like more I don't know I don't love that and another thing that I don't love about bigger oysters is sometimes they're just more briny like they're just a little bit more wild tasting and trust me I can eat a briny oyster if I know that's what it is but sometimes it can tend to taste a little old or something but even though it's not it can just taste that way but so when I first got oysters and the first ones I had was at Guido's <clears throat> they were big like and I mean big like double the size of what I would I'm normally used to which first thing too I'm like more money um, I mean more oyster for your money <laughs> so like you order fewer and luckily the first night at Guido's I only ordered half a dozen because I was ordering like the other oyster platter too and I was just gonna like give some time in between if I wanted to order more luckily I, I did only order <clears throat> half a dozen because they were so big and like you can only eat so many if they're like huge. So anyway, um, yeah, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, just how mild the oysters taste and how like the size of them. So that was like a big highlight for me to be able to enjoy. And uh, anyway, so let me just finish. Actually, I can squeeze the last day in if you care. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the last day uh, last full day that we had there, we booked massages at the Grand Galvez Spa. And I'm telling you, the Grand Galvez Hotel is fancy as hell. It is so beautiful in there. They have like two restaurants right on that where one's like a bar, there's a restaurant, but the chandeliers in the bar area were just insane. And obviously like a really old hotel, the elevators are super cool. Right away, my girlfriend and I were like, we're going into the, we're going to find the basement. <laughs> we want always when you're in like a really old hotel, I'm always looking to like have adventures. So 
we get there, we're looking around and we're early for our, our reservation. So we go down to finally to the spa to check in because you're supposed to check in half an hour before your massages were booked. And um, she's like, oh, we were trying to call you. Um, your uh, massages were actually booked at 12. So, and I was like, what? I'm like, that's not right. I'm like, I booked the massages at two because I knew that would give us enough time to do our thing, do whatever we needed to earlier, but still give us enough time to like get ready for dinner and stuff. And there's no way I would have booked it at 12. And I was like, no, actually I booked it at two, but I did speak. I didn't do it online. I just spoke to somebody on the phone. So obviously there's a mix up. Okay. Well, um, we'll just kind of rush you in there and you can get it. Cause it was an 80 minute massage. And I'm sure that by the time the massage was over, which was wonderful, by the way, it was so good, but it was like probably 50 minutes. So then I was like, okay, obviously like I was going to ask for a discount because of like the mix up. Um, and, but the practitioners were waiting there. So they're still, they still have to be paid for the time that they're there. So I didn't expect that much of a discount. <clears throat> anyway, not only did I not get a discount, but there is an automatic 20% gratuity that go to your masseuses. And I was like, okay, they do need a tip. They got to get paid. So anyway, I swallowed it, but I'll tell you what, I'm really glad that we didn't actually stay at the Grand Galvez Hotel because I would have booked a massage every day and I'd be broke right now <laughs> because it's not cheap. Anyway, so to be honest, those 50 minutes were worth every penny. I don't know what the training is with those women that were doing our massages, but they were divine. And just thinking about it, my back is like tingling. I'm like, I think I need another massage. <laughs> I used to, um, before she moved away, carry my masseuse. Lovely, like one of the most beautiful, beautiful people I've ever known. Kind of like a little bit hippie, but like, in a, in a good way, just very healthy and yoga and like, and beautiful. And I used to get a two hour. So she, she opened up a space on her um, website. Cause it was like, you can book a one hour massage, one and a half hour massage. And then suddenly I was like, there is a two hour massage offer. So I was getting a two hour massage every Friday. <laughs> and the thing is I had to make sure there was no other bookings in my, on my entire Friday. I could not film that day. And I could not have meetings. I didn't, I couldn't work after. Like basically it was like a cleanse. So sometimes you think, oh yeah, after a massage, you're like energized and you have all of these, like you just feel great. Not for me. After a two hour massage, I'm, my face is so puffy for like two hours after because my body just goes to this like release state and just gives up. <laughs> and literally it falls asleep five times. Carrie was used to me like doing a random twitch because like when I fall asleep sometimes I'm in the state where I feel like I'm like falling off the edge of the table or something and I get like kick my leg and a lot of times she's like whoa I'm like oh <laughs> we just both start laughing and then she continues um but anyway so I used to be getting massages quite often and then she moved away and we had such a like you know when you find a massage therapist or like even like a doctor they've seen you inside and out like 
you've already been exposed to them in so many ways that you trust. You just want to go to that one person because you trust them. You know them. It's not awkward because the first time you're explaining like, you know, certain things to your masseuse or wherever, whoever you're seeing. <clears throat> we just, I just would show up. She knew I would have to pee about halfway through. So she, she would also need a break after an hour of massaging, but full, full body massage. So anyway, I'm trying to find somebody. <laughs> um, and I think once a week was a little bit much, but because I could pre-book my appointments, I was like, every Friday. <laughs> um, and it was a great price too. Like she just, she should have charged way more. She can make triple. Anyway, so then after the massages, we went to Moody Gardens, which they're like three massive glass pyramids in Galveston. One is a rainforest. One is an aquarium and another one is something else. I don't remember. Why don't I remember what it was? Anyway, so we're like, well, let's skip the rainforest one. Let's go to the aquarium, which was really cool. They had tons of like um, penguins and sea lions and um, the jellyfish area was really cool. And um, one of the little sea lions like would swim down to the glass to my friend and I and they were like, it was really obsessed with looking at our feet because we had sandals on and then her toenails and my toenails are painted bright colors. So we were just like moving our toes up and down and then the seal was like really confused and trying to figure it out. It was pretty cute. And then that night we went to a restaurant called number 13. And the only way this restaurant popped up was because I typed in fanciest restaurant in Galveston. <laughs> The fanciest, and because it's not one of the top, it doesn't show up in the top 10 list. It's, but if you type in fanciest restaurant in Galveston, it was like number one and it looked really cool. And so we booked um, dinner there. Oh my God. My friend had a Wagyu steak <laughs> and I've had Wagyu beef before I've had um, Kobe beef. But um, in fact, they had like a gluten-free soup that I was so in love with. And by the time I finished my soup, she had finished her steak. And I was like, I kind of wanted to try it. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm not like that. I'm not like drooling over other people's food at the table. Rude. But um, so, and then I ordered a, of course, raw oysters. And I also ordered like a, it was like a beautiful like avocado kale salad. But it was super like fresh and not annoyingly chopped. Like some places that serve you mixed greens and the leaves are this big and it looks like you're eating a bowl of pasta it's like the worst so anyway it was just done really well there's a great big marlin hanging from the ceiling and so i, I was like i wonder if that's stuffed <laughs> it seems really dumb but you can get um if you catch like a great big fish you can get it preserved and uh which i didn't think was a thing until i was in new york one time and there was this massive fireplace and this huge pike that was on a plaque. And I was like, wow, that's really neat. And then it was the actual fish. And however they did it, it did look kind of janky and weird. But anyway, but a lot of times they just create replicas. So this was an exact replica of this marlin that the owner of the restaurant had caught, I guess. So that was pretty cool. And our servers were really, really good and just great vibes, really good food. And it was a really nice last dinner there. And then the next day um, we had to fly out at, <clears throat> so this is so stupid. Our flight was at 425, but because it's in 
it's like 1625 is what it shows right when you fly it's always like 24 hour clock i misunderstood i skipped an hour so i thought it was 325 <laughs> and my friend was like you're never booking things again like there's we had the massage screw up with the flight but at least we were earlier for the flight than later um so anyway we just had some time in the airport to kill and i was supposed to get back a day earlier but um the highway was closed on the way home so we had to stay another night in the city but it's fine we went to the casino <laughs> lost 200 bucks damn it okay there's one mango left in here and i really want it and i can't get it there we go <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is hearing somebody eat like so so say um on one of my videos i'm eating a snack but i'm talking through myself eating and i'm also really emphasizing the fact that i'm eating something and making like mouth noise like mm, yeah and then um hold on mm, mm, like that and so that's why i kind of emphasized it because it's such a cringe moment for me <laughs> that I'm doing what I hate the most. Well, everyone, that concludes this episode of Kitty Liquor. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please subscribe if you're not already, because if you're watching this and you're not a subscriber, then what? why? Just subscribe, and then you won't miss anything, right? Then you're always just in the loop. <laughs> also, please like this video. It really helps out my channel. And um, I've got an OnlyFans, a free one. And a subscription one. The subscription one has some some more interesting stuff on it. Um, I've also got a Patreon. All that's linked down below in the description box. And yes, also check out my socials and all that fun stuff. I hope you have an amazing day. I'm not sure exactly what day this is going up. Apologies for it being late. Um, but Sometimes it happens. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have an amazing day, if I haven't already said that. And I will see you all in my next video. Bye.